in a little dirt floor church one Sunday evening, the village pastor asked if anyone had anything they wanted to share. A tall, skinny African woman from the back danced to the front. Oh, brothers and sisters, I love Jesus so much, she said. Tell us, sister, tell us. The Ugandans shouted back, Oh, I love him so much. I don't know where to begin. He is so good to me. Where do I begin to tell you how good he is to me? Begin there, sister, begin there. Oh, she said, he is so good. I praise him all the time for how good he is. For three months, I prayed to him for shoes. And look, she cocked up her foot and everyone saw her shoes. One very ordinary shoe covered it. And she said, he gave me shoes. The Ugandans went wild. They clapped, they cheered, they whistled, they yelled. But Mark wrote, but not me. I was devastated. I sat there broken and grieving. In an instant, God snapped me out of my self-pity and plunged me into repentance. In all my life, I had not once prayed for shoes. It had never even crossed my mind. And in all my life, I had not even once thanked God for my shoes. For the many, many shoes I had. What about you? What about me? Have shoes ever been on your Thanksgiving list for prayer? How much do we need to unlearn grumbling in order to learn thanksgiving? Writing to the Philippians from prison with lots that he could grumble about, the Apostle Paul instructs believers then and now, I'm glad and rejoice with all of you. So you too should be glad and rejoice. A few verses earlier, he nails us with what hinders our thanksgiving. Do everything without grumbling or arguing, he writes. Ouch. I don't know about you, but sometimes I resemble that remark. What about you? Do everything without grumbling or arguing. You see, to follow Paul's logic in Philippians, if we want to grow in purity and integrity, if we want to shine like stars in a dark time, then we need to confess grumbling. And in our text for today, the first point is powerful and it's pointed. Confess grumbling. Confess grumbling. Like Mark's story that I began with, the road may be rough and the coffee may be late. But that does not change the reasons for thanksgiving in Psalm 136. From start to finish, it's a psalm of thanksgiving. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. And it ends, give thanks to the God of heaven. His faithful love endures forever. Whatever else is happening, whatever reasons we may have to grumble, the reality of God's goodness and faithful love 
endures forever. It does not change. So you see, confessing grumbling frees us for thanksgiving. If you're not sure where to start, let's take a brief look at some thanksgiving themes of Psalm 136. My second point is this. Thank God for being the provider. Thank God for being the provider. Learn from the Ugandan woman and thank God for providing the shoes on your feet or the shirt on your back or all the things involved in daily living. As Psalm 136 says, He remembered us in our weakness. His faithful love endures forever. Verse 25 adds, He gives food to every living thing. His faithful love endures forever. See, whether it's a Thanksgiving turkey that might be coming this weekend for you, or a seemingly boring sandwich, or maybe not even your favorite choice for soup today at lunch. <laughs> Who knows? You see, God is the provider of food for every living thing. And if you have the privilege of sitting with people who are struggling with sickness, with struggling with actually the strength to put their fork to their mouth, or struggling even with the desire to eat, you'll discover that God's grace provides strength for the tasks of daily living. So we need to thank God for being the provider of health and strength and daily food and shoes and shirts and all good gifts. The list could go on and on. So thank God for being the provider. God's faithful love endures forever. But you see, it's Thanksgiving time, not just in this season, but in every season. So the psalmist continues, my next point is this, thank God for being the deliverer. Thank God for being the deliverer. Verse 24 gives the headline, he saved us from our enemies, his faithful love endures forever. And verse 11 and following gives us some of the storylines that fit with that headline. He brought Israel out of Egypt his faithful love endures forever. He acted with a strong hand and a powerful arm. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who parted the Red Sea. His faithful love endures forever. For the people of Israel, the events of Exodus give the classic example of God as the deliverer, the rescuer, the victor. The one with the powerful arm, more powerful than anyone or anything. You see, as the people of God in the Old Testament remember, they start retelling the stories of deliverance. They start re-singing the songs of deliverance. In Psalm 136, verse 20, it mentions the victory over Og, the king of Bashan. When you piece together the portrait of this man inside and outside scripture, you discover that though he was not as famous as Goliath, Og was a giant of a man with a very strong army. So think Og the big bully. Think Og the obstacle that seemed impossible to overcome. But this storyline in scripture shows that Og 
was no match for God. What are the glimpses of God at work in your life? As deliverer, with a strong and powerful arm. In the recent farewell for us, after 12 and a half years of serving at Kentville Baptist Church, one of the leaders gave me this gift. These five stones right over here. They sit now in a little box on my desk. And here's the note that went with this gift that I stick on my bulletin board in my office. John, you have served God faithfully in this church for many years, and I have seen the many ways you have helped us grow. My presentation to you today is five smooth stones. Over the years, we have faced many situations that seem to me to be like Goliath, too big to handle. Yet you always faithfully acknowledged, as David did before he faced the giant, that it is not by sword or spear that the Lord saves, for the battle is the Lord's. Take these stones with you to remind you that whichever Goliath you face, the God whom you serve continues to go before you in battle and will give you the victory as you serve in his name. What stories do you have that fit with the headline, God saved us from my enemies? Og the obstacle was not too big for God. Thank God for being the deliverer. God's faithful love endures forever. But it's Thanksgiving time in this season and every season, and so that the psalmist is not done. Thank God for being the creator. Thank God for being the creator. Do you look around you and wonder and worship? Psalm 136 says it this way. Give thanks to him who made the heavens so skillfully. His faithful love endures forever. Give thanks to him who placed the earth among the waters. His faithful love endures forever. When I think of water and God's good creation, I think of canoeing. This is a picture that was taken by my wonderful wife, Catherine, when we were on a canoe trip on the French River in Ontario. And I could put up here the other picture on my desk from a rapid and a river in Kedji, or the St. Croix River on the main New Brunswick border, or, 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 or. What picture would you put up here on the easel? That's a favorite scene of yours. What stunning scenery in the valley would you put up here? Maybe the sweeping panorama of the look-off? Maybe it would be that view of Blomidon as you drive down into the valley and you go, ah, I'm here. Maybe it's Cape Split and a rugged hike. Maybe it's the little waterfall and the trails just above the Irving Center. What picture would you put up here when you think of God as the creator? Maybe it's something from your home area and you feel far away from home and maybe even a little bit lonely. But when you think of that scene, you get thankful thoughts because that is quiet waters that the Good Shepherd has led you to and you have been refreshed in your soul. Thank God for being the creator. God's faithful love endures forever. 
So brothers and sisters, I want to stand with my Ugandan sister in Christ and tell you today, I love Jesus so much. Oh, I love him so much. I don't know where to begin. He is so good to me. Where do I begin to tell you how good he is to me? Where will you begin to share with us how good he has been to you? Let's pray. Loving Almighty God, you are so good and we thank you so much. Forgive us of our grumbling and free us for thanksgiving. We pray in the powerful and gentle name of Jesus, our Savior and Lord, our forgiver and life leader, our generous gift giver.